Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. So where do you live? Where in time do you live? I don't mean where geographically, I mean where in time. Uh, Do you live in the past? Uh, Do you feel like you're living in the future? You're always like in vision land? Uh, Or do you live in the present? And how much of your time do you spend in each of these time dimensions? Uh, It's common for us to be time shifters in many ways. Uh, We're drawing on the past, we're looking into the future, and very often we spend very, very little time in the present. This is People With Purpose, and today we are continuing with the Calm series. Uh, So the Calm Leadership series, and we're on embodying communication. So the C for Calm stands for communication, A for accountability, L for leadership, M for management. And my communication model that I've been sharing is all about uh, creating desire. So how you communicate to create des- desire and be a great leader. Uh, and, and for me, if you're creating a desire in somebody, in yourself or in others, you're creating an urge. And so uh, urge stands for understand. So with communication, it's about understanding. Uh, it's about reframing. That's the R. Uh, your gift, what's your gift, the gift of your communication, and how do you embody communication? Uh, so you're on automatic and being a great communicator and therefore being a great leader. So Barry Neil Kaufman, who wrote the book Happiness is a Choice, said, the way we choose to see the world creates the world we see. And previously in this series, We've tra- transposed that to be the way we choose to say the world creates the world we say. The way we choose to feel the world creates the world we feel. So communication is vital because what we say, what we see, what we hear, what we think, what we feel creates the world we live in. And if we're doing that for ourselves and for other people, then we're playing that into how we communicate absolutely everything naturally, you know, almost instinctively. And if you can change that to do it with intention, that means from a marketing point of view, uh, you you don't just have the best product, you've got the best known product because you're being intentional and people really understand it. From a sales point of view, you're creating connections and asking the right questions and giving the confidence to help people to buy. From a service point of view, you're serving with empathy, with gratitude, and again, asking the right questions to identify what the heart of your customer's problem is so you can solve it for them because businesses exist to solve problems. And from a leadership point of view, you're able to communicate the vision, align and motivate the team around that vision and understand and retain and then grow and develop the people in your team to focus on the goal of the business, your organisation, seeing their part very clearly in bringing that to reality. So embodying the urge model of communication, you know, understanding, reframing, uh, giving the gift of your communication, and then 
finally embodying it is so key because all of these things happen in the present. They happen in the now. Everything happens in the now. And yes, you know, everything we do comes from our past in a way, but the way we are comes from our past and, and we're planning for the future, but it all happens now. This moment is all we have. So I just want to say thank you to you for uh, choosing to spend this moment listening to, to me on People With Purpose. Uh, because uh, you know, time is all we have. And with communication, it's your responsibility to find different ways to help other people to understand what it is that you mean. You can't go around blaming people. And again, we've talked about this. You know, We've all got our own map of the world in our heads. And it's created by our experiences, by our values, by our beliefs, by our memories. And all of these things affect our state. Uh, and I, I used to believe that the single biggest differentiator for any business and ingredient for success is ensuring that you've got a group of people with aligned values and behaviours that flow through from those. And, you know, in a way that's true, but I kind of, I'm, I'm evolving my thinking on that now to think that the single most important thing is is to be able to develop the ability to manage and to regulate your emotional and mental state. Because all of these things that go into our map, in, map of the world affect our state. And that's then what affects our behaviour. And it's our behaviour that directly impacts the outcomes we create, our results. So when something happens, it could be an opportunity or it could be uh, a disaster, and a decision needs to be taken, we get triggered. And we all get triggered all the time by things that happen in the external environment. But it's not the external event that's actually the, the problem. It's, it's the meaning that we attach to it. It's the emotional response that we have to it that is based on that meaning. And then that affects then what we do. So if you want to create better results, You've got to have better behaviour. And to have better behaviour, you need to have a better state. And to have a better state, you need to have better memories, attitudes, beliefs, and a better map of the world. So how can you manage and regulate your state in any situation, in any conversation, when speaking, when listening, when selling, when coaching, when leading, in any situation. Now, the good news is you don't have to go through a full set of therapy uh, to be able to manage your emotional state and mental state all the time in every single way. And you don't need to be totally fixed. Right? We're all work in progress. We've all got stuff going on in our heads. We've also got new inputs happening all the time, new injects of... Um, of, of, of external events, things that happen to us that again will, you know, tomorrow that'll be part of our past. That'll be part of our model of the world and how we react to them. The meaning we attach to the things that happen today will be part of our model of the world, our map of the world tomorrow. So we're all work in progress all the time. So you don't have to go through a full course of therapy because tomorrow you'll be a different person. So 
there's no point in doing that. Well, there is a point in therapy, but there's no, there's, there's no point in waiting to be completely fixed uh, to be a better communicator because it will never happen. You'll be waiting forever. So we can influence and choose how we react today. Uh, take responsibility for our reactions to things that happen. And there's a guy called Kevin Whelan who, um, who, who's coined this phrase called, not just about being uh, taking responsibility, but he's separated those things and it's about response ability. So what's your ability to respond to things that happen? So let's have a little think about it. What unhelpful or unresourceful states can affect your ability to perform and get the best out of a situation when you're communicating with others? So worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, anger, all of those unhelpful or unresourceful states result in you being more concerned about you and how you're feeling than the people that you're with, talking to, listening to. So how can you choose a state that serves you and helps you to best serve others in every moment? And like I said at the top of this episode, be truly present. Well, there's lots of things that you can do to be present. Being present is something that many people find challenging, self-included. Always got lots going on, lots of thoughts, lots of thoughts buzzing around. So you can do some breath work. You can, um, you know, focus on your breathing and, and that's all good. But in the moment, how does that work? If you're in a conversation or about to go onto a stage or just being triggered, what do you do? Do you take five minutes to breathe? You're in the middle of a conversation. And we're in the middle of a podcast session. Uh, so notifications going off isn't very helpful. Uh, so, um, but that was the in the middle of notification. <laughs> um, so how can you... Um, Focus on breath work when you're in the middle of a conversation with somebody. Truth is you can't. It's a really good thing to do though as part of a daily or weekly practice. And then there's meditation. Okay, so uh, you're in the middle of a conversation with a colleague at work or you're in a meeting and something happens and it triggers you and you sit on the floor, you cross your legs, um, adopt the lotus position and start sounding the arm. Now that is not, not that's a wonderful thing to do, uh, but that is not in the middle of a meeting gonna help you in that moment. Um, you can set intention. So how can you set the intention? Now you can prepare for a meeting, you can prepare for a com conversation and you can set the intention about who you need to be in that meeting. But then what if something happens during the conversation and it starts to get away from you a bit or, or you're not sure that it's going in the right direction or somebody says something that almost feels like a direct attack on, on you. Like I say, it might not be a direct attack, but it feels like a direct attack on you. Well, you can set an intention. It's about how you can maintain it. So in the moment, we're talking about in the moment here, how can you manage your mental and emotional state by choosing to identify a resource, an emotion, a response, a feeling that is going to help you to remain focused on the outcome that you're trying to achieve or that the other person is trying to achieve if you're, if you're helping them and focusing on them instead of focusing on you. 
again, this equally applies when, say, for example, you're coaching somebody and they then uh, reveal some kind of um, trauma in their past that actually triggers you. How can you, uh, you know, avoid being triggered by that thing that you really feel? Um, and um, yeah, feel it, but avoid being um, swayed by it. So that then influences then your judgment about the rest of the conversation. Now, sometimes these things happen and actually um, talk about going and doing some breath work or, 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 or meditating. Sometimes you need to break away. Sometimes it's good to take a break from a conversation, not just for you, but also for the other person. Quite hard to do when you're speaking on a stage or about to go onto a stage. Jock, jock, come back to me in an hour. I'll be ready then. Honest, you know that's probably not going to work. Um, but you know, sometimes there are those situations where, uh, where yeah, it's important to uh, to take a break. But if you can practice and find a practice to uh, embody uh, that that uh, ability to uh, manage your mental and emotional state so that you can be there for the other person 99 times out of 100, maybe 999 times out of 1,000, uh, then that will really serve you. And there is a way. There is a way. And that's through creating something called an anchor. So what are anchors? Now, anchors are on boats, right? And anchors are on boats, and they... Uh, they help you to moor a boat to keep it stable, to keep it safe overnight. An anchor is something that, uh, when you're in rocky seas, um, helps you to maintain a position if you're if you're in a boat. And um, you know you can if you can land an anchor and get some traction on the seabed or riverbed, it can it can help you to maintain a position. And so uh, these kind of emotional anchors are very, very similar. So they're visual, they're kinesthetic um, uh, triggers, if you like, that uh, become associated with an event. Now, these things happen naturally, right? So if you think about an um, event that happens to you that triggers uh, fear, uh, then um, you know, you might see a spider and your reaction is immediately to be, oh. but so that that's effectively an emotional anchor. It triggers a reaction in you. Um, and then there's other things as well, like the external environment. Like if you, um, if you are driving in a car, say driving in a car and uh, you see a light go amber, right? That is, that, that is a, that is a trigger which sets the anchor for you, which is that you need to uh, take your foot off the accelerator and, uh, and apply the brake brakes because the light's going to go red and you're going to need to stop the vehicle. Um, so these things exist, right? And they happen kind of um, intuitively. You know, they're sort of we respond to them without thinking a lot of the time, and that's why we. Um, we get into an emotional state and we think, well, why did my emotions take control of that? What happened there? Um, that's because something has triggered um, an emotional reaction in you and, um, you know, you, you respond to it. You respond to it, but not in an intentional way, in kind of a random way, again, based on the fact that your your mind is going back through, flicking through the files in your brain. If you imagine your brain is a massive filing cabinet, something happens, right? And then your your mind goes, 
and it flicks through and it finds that the the event that was quite a lot like that, having filtered out, having having deleted, distorted, and generalized all of the all of the sort of stuff that's in your in your brain, all the memories from your past, and it finds the thing. But this is what you do now. And you react then with with anger or with frustration, or you put the brakes on, or you or you or you run away, or you freeze, or you laugh, or whatever it is you do in that moment, that's what's happening. So when you're talking with somebody and you're in a situation where you you need to um, notice an emotional reaction that you're having to what somebody is saying. You need to uh, behave in a different way to um, be able to anchor you in a in a way that, with freedom, with um, with with skill. Uh, you can then respond to the next thing that the person is going to say, or you can respond to the last thing that the person uh, has said to you, or you can respond um, to the fear that you get perhaps when you're about to stand up and give a presentation. Then a way of accessing a resource, can you think about those emotions as resources that help you? Um, you know, if you, if you th think of a way of accessing a, a resource that is going to help you to, um, to navigate your way through the next part of the conversation or to walk up the steps to get onto the stage and take your place and then begin to speak with calmness, authority, or with excitement and energy, however it is you need to begin, then that can really help you to be a better leader. And this is what I'm talking about, is embodying this. So... What we're going to do now is we're going to go through a, a, a process and, and, and I'd love it if you could trust me to take you through this process. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a closed eye process uh, to create an anchor which can help you. So if you're, in a, if you're then in a meeting in future where, there's, um, where, where you might get frustrated or if you're um, you know, nervously excited about getting on stage but you need to be calmer, um, or if your um, potential uh, is high to be triggered by something that somebody else might say in any situation, um, we're going to set an anchor of calm um, and um, and that then will be a resource then that you can call on on demand. Okay, so there's a few steps to this process. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. So if you're driving or running <laughs> or walking or, uh, or rowing or whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, then please, please uh, do this safely. Um, you know, you can, pull, you can pause this, you can pull over to the side of the road, you can find a bench to, to sit on wherever you are. It doesn't take long. Um, and, uh, and, and, then, and then we can do it, we can do it safely because we will have our eyes closed. So... I ask you to close your eyes, and then I'm going to ask you to access a moment from your past. I'll ask you to remember a time when you felt calm. So it could be uh, when you were on the beach on holiday, or it could be um, a, a memory of a warm embrace with a, with a loved one, or, or, or a time when you felt really contented at a job well done. But what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to pick a really vivid and compelling moment for you where you had a really good calm state and and we're going to anchor calm because this is the calm leadership series um 
you can you can anchor pretty much any emotion that or, or resource let's put it that way that you think might help you in, in any situation but we'll go with calm uh because um that to my mind um is probably a good place to start so the first step is we'll close our eyes the second step is i'll ask you to access memory for your past the, th the next step will be then to, to, to embody that, to dial it up. And then at its peak, what we'll then do is we'll set a physical anchor. So now our mind and our body are connected, right? So, um, and, and, you know, and if you think about it, when you feel an emotion, sometimes there's a physical reaction. So you might um, feel your hair stand up on your arms. You might, um, you might go red in the face. You might start sweating. Um, some people get a tick. Some people have a show. You know, so if 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 you've if you've watched uh, any kind of uh, if you watched the Bond Bond movies when the when the villains are around the 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 poker table and and you know one's got a show, um, then that's what that's what James Bond's looking out for, um, and uh, all that sort of stuff. So so that's the that's an emotion that is then having a physical um, response. So what we're going to do is we're going to intentionally set a physical response. So either clenching a fist or sque squeezing your earlobe, um, putting your hand on your heart. You could decide to press your index finger to your thumb or press your tongue into the top of your mouth or press down on your toe. It, it can be anything that you want, but make it something discreet. Make it something that you can do. So say you're in a conversation with somebody and you're beginning to feel yourself becoming angry for some reason or frustrated for some reason what's a small physical movement that you can make that won't send a negative uh, body language sig sing signal to them um, and that will just enable you to kind of um, just squeeze maybe index finger and thumb together or maybe just clench your fist under the desk um, something discreet um, and then uh, that will set the anchor um, and then we'll test it okay so that's the process. So are you ready? Have you pulled over if you're driving? And have you found a bench or a piece of grass to sit on if you're out, out in the wilds? Okay, so what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to close your eyes. So if you can just close your eyes for me and just breathe. In and out. In and out. And what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to remember a time in your life where you felt calm. You felt really calm. I'd like you to put yourself in there with your eyes closed. Put yourself in that scene. Where are you? What can you see? If there are objects, things around you, how, how near or how far away are they? What, what colours can you see? What is moving and what is still? In that scene you're in, what can you hear as you're feeling this sense of calm? What sound can you hear as you observe the scene in your mind's eye? And how do you feel? How cool, how warm, 
And what do you feel? Where do you feel this sense of calm on your body? Where can you feel it inside you? And can you perhaps feel it on your, on your skin? And when you've got that sense of calm, I want you to amplify that, that feeling and intensify that feeling. Just focus on that feeling of calm for a moment and amplify that feeling and feel it growing stronger inside you at a seven out of 10, at an eight out of 10, as you look around, hear the sounds, see the colors, feel that sensation of calm. Just amplify it again, bring it up to a nine and breathe. And now fully embody that feeling of calm. Take it up to a 10, peak calm. And with your eyes closed, breathe into that feeling and then get ready to, to set that anchor. And now where, wherever you've chosen to set that anchor, just squeeze now, just fire that anchor now and fully embody that feeling. Feel that calm energy flowing through you. Mm. Feeling of calm. And just enjoy that feeling of calm for a moment. And when you feel the time is right for you, just release that squeeze, release that anchor. And now you can slowly open your eyes. Okay. So how was that? Just shake it off now. If you can just shake off that feeling. Uh, if you're seated, perhaps give it a little wiggle, give it a little shake. Uh, if you're out and about, get up and walk around maybe. Take a look about around you and observe where you currently are um, as you come back to the, the present. So what you've done there is, is you've created an anchor, an anchor of calm when you're in stormy seas that you can access at any time. So shall we test it? So at your time, whenever you're ready, wherever you anchored that feeling, just squeeze that same part of your body again and just notice what happens. Do it now. So how does it feel? And what's going to happen next time you're in a conversation with somebody and you feel like it's getting away from you? Or you're about to present and the nerves kick in. Or you're in a meeting and somebody winds you up. You've got a resource there now that when you feel triggered or you might be about to be triggered, and you know that instead of being angry or frustrated or anxious or afraid, you want to choose to feel calm. What you can do now is you can fire that anchor, embody that sense of calm that puts you in control of your state and helps you be your best you. And looking forward, what if you can embody that sense of calm 
that calm control. That means you can focus on the outcome, focus on the other people in the room, the person that you're speaking with or listening to, and how you can best serve them. What results do you think you'll get? And what do you think, what, what do you think will happen to them? What results do you think they'll get because of your ability to now manage your mental and emotional state in a different way? What will you achieve? A week from now? A month from now? A year from now? What kind of person will you be? What kind of leader will you be? Just reflect on that for a moment. And remind yourself that you've got this resource inside you. Now, there's no such thing as unresourceful people. There's only unresourceful states. So when things go awry, when things go wrong, when as a leader you lose your team or you lose control of the focus on the mission or whatever it might be, it's because of your state. Oftentimes. And you can use this process to access that sense of calm. You can also use this process to anchor any other emotion or resource that might help you at any time. So I've got, I've got calm and I've got, I've got empowerment in my right fist. And when I squeeze my fist, I feel that tingle going up my arm. I've got patience in my left hand between my index finger and my thumb. And I've got freedom in my toes. <laughs> Sounds like a Mary Poppins song, doesn't it? But it's true. We can choose how we react to things. I firmly believe that. If we use these tools and techniques just to help us to embody who it is we need to be. So if there's another emotion that you feel that you need or another resource that you feel like you need, then you can listen to this episode again and insert something else where I'm talking about calm, pick a different scene, pick a moment of happiness, pick a moment of love, pick a moment of, 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 of being strong, whatever it is that you feel you need. And you can go through the same process, dial it up and set a physical anchor that helps you in that moment. And if you want to run through this one-to-one, -one, I'd be very happy to do that with you. Please do get in touch. All the details are in the, in the show notes about how you can get in touch with me. It's a really powerful and simple process. Einstein said, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. And everything happens in the present. There's another great saying, which is, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Now that's in Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> high end. But also, um, I think Eleanor Roosevelt is, is accredited with it and a couple of other people. So it's got credibility and it's true. As leaders, as people, we live in the past and in the future. And yet, yet the present is where we get to choose. We get to choose to do and to be our best. 
We get to choose to create desire in the present. We get to choose in the present to urge others to do and to be their best in this moment. This moment's all we have. And you already have all the resources that you need to be the leader that you want to be. So what commitment can you make today to be resourceful, to embody who you need to be in your communication, in your interactions with others? You can manage your state. You can fire your anchor. And if there's another anchor that you need, you can get in touch and we can set that for you and you can fire that instead. So you can embody who you need to be in this moment and choose well. And as you embody who you need to be, you are embodying who you truly are. Be the leader, be present, and you will find that you can and you will create the reality and the results you dream of in every day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.